0: The FM Evolution Podcast is brought to you by CGP Maintenance and Construction Services. We'll ensure consistently great performance to help keep your business running smoothly. For more information, visit cgpconstruction.com.
1: So we've got to support their well-being no matter um, where they decide their workplace is going to be and whether that be uh, completely in the office, completely at home, or a blend of that. So first of all, I got to ask them, and it boils down to communication. So, and being able to collaborate with other groups to, uh, to deliver the best solution.
0: This is the FM Evolution Podcast, brought to you by CGP Maintenance and Construction Services, bringing you trends, innovations, and advancement of the facility management universe. Welcome to the Evolution. Here's Sean Black.
2: What's up, guys? Sean Black at FM Evolution. Welcome back to another live edition sponsored by Pro-FMI. Of course, Randy Olson is going to be joining me on this show. and We're going to be talking about space management today. Now, space management is a big part of FM uh, and the responsibilities that go along with it are huge. Now, everyone's coming back from the pandemic. Maybe they're not, and depending on the situation, they may need to figure out if they're going to work from home or flex work, or what have you. FM has to figure this out and work with these teams and really lead them as they come back from this pandemic. And we're going to be meeting with Manuel Medina. Now, Manuel has a ton of experience, and we're going to international. Manuel's from Panama. Um, he is an asset manager, facility manager, as well as a property manager. So he's got a ton of experience on this subject. He's also president of APIFAM. And APIFAM is the Association of um, Panama de Facility Management. So he's got a ton of experience, and they had a hand in developing the ISO 41,000 uh, uh, credential. So you guys, there's some value bombs we're going to be dropping in this episode as we go and proceed to our next live. FM Evolution, sponsored by Pro FMI. Stay tuned. You don't want to miss this. But before that, here's a word from our sponsor.
0: Did you know that CGP Maintenance and Construction Services are also commercial plumbers? They added the plumbing division in 2000 and have been serving the nation's largest brands ever since. They offer everything from cleaning drains, camera work, and grease trap repairs to full repipes and dig ups. So when your brand needs commercial plumbing, remember to call CGP. They are ready to be on site 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. They specialize in restaurants, retail stores, commercial buildings, and hospitality. No matter what your plumbing needs may be, CGP is ready. And because they are a maintenance company, they can make the repairs needed after the plumbing is completed as well. One call will do it all. Call them today at 858-454-7326 or check them out on the web at www.cgpconstruction.com. Give them a call today.
2: Welcome back to another live edition of FM Evolution. I'm your host Sean Black, and I'm so excited to be back with my good friends over at Pro FMI for a live edition. 2020 was well. We all know what 2020 was. It was uh, probably the wor- one of the worst years that we've all kind of been through, and we've all really grown a lot and experienced a lot of things because of it. And uh, really, 2021 is presenting a whole lot of challenges moving forward in FM, and that includes space management. we are really be talking about that today uh, in our live session. Of course, we have Randy Olson. Welcome back to the show, sir. Hey, good morning, Sean. It's great to be with you again. So excited to have you back. And then our special guest today is Manuel Mendita, president of uh, APAFAM, APAFAM. Manuel, welcome to the show.
3: Thank you so much, Sean. And thank you, Randy, for this great opportunity to join us together.
2: Oh, today. thank you so much. We're excited to have you. Um, I was telling Randy earlier, uh, you know, this is uh, one of our second international guests. So I love being able to have you guys on. And it's exciting to hear, you know, a whole new perspective on FM for me. And I know you guys are all good friends, and and so I'm excited to get things kind of started off. Um, Manuel, for people who are not familiar with uh, Apafam, can you tell us a little bit of, about you and what you guys do over there?
3: Well, thank you again, and John, for this great opportunity. Well, Apafam is the Panamanian facility management association, and. And the reason that we uh, create this association in Panama is because in Panama 2007, the Panamanian government promotes the first law of a multinational company headquarters, which offered the best incentive in the region for those companies to locate in the isthmus. Arrival of the multinational and Gamble to Panama in 2008, I had the great opportunity to move from the hotel industry to the real estate industry. Being part of the professional who had the responsibility and the great challenge to design, build, operate, and relocate the new office and headquarters in Latin America for p My experience in facility management was formed very early, and without knowing it, I went through mixed-use projects such as uh, hotel management and then corporate office management, the later being the one that generate my greatest transformation of my professional life and who I am today. Create from scratch and grow an organization from 34 people to 1,000 people of different nationalities, occupying more than 40,000 square meters in a corporate office complex, such as Business Park Panama in Costa del Este, with highly efficient equipment and systems. And state-of-the-art, it was the perfect setting for all of us to realize that we have been doing facility managers for all our life. However, has it has created an important opportunity at the same time because of the type of the company that PNG represents and the high level of the service that they demand. Panama has, and it still has, like any other Latin American country, a very important challenge in facility management as an emerging discipline facility management need three important pillars for any its development in a country professional facility management company and a real estate market that identified these two first pillar as well the conjunction and the interrelation of these three pillars is where the knowledge and skill of the facility management discipline played an important role and this is the reason that we create uh, uh, the Panama Facility Management Association in order to help all the professionals to create the knowledge through the companies of food and services and that the market identified uh, the facility management people.
2: Man, that is amazing. I love the dedication. I love the story. That is uh, a ton of experience. Um, and, uh, kind of mind boggling with the amount of square footage and, and the facilities that you end up managing. That's, that's incredible. Welcome to the show, Ran- Uh, uh, Manuel, thank you so much. So Randy, for those who don't know pro FMI, tell us a little bit about you guys too.
1: Yeah. Thanks so much, Sean. And, and, uh, Manuel, thanks for joining us today. And it, it's, uh, really an exciting discussion to have in Manuel, uh, involved in our discussion today. But at, but at ProfMI, we set out a few years ago to build out a uh, comprehensive education, training, and credential program for facility managers worldwide. And the basis of that was around the ISO 41,000 series of standards, which Manuel has been a, a significant contributor to. Um, so we use that as the basis, built out a, a global body of knowledge, and then set out to, uh, to find organizations worldwide that could help us um, really have a positive impact on the facility management industry. And we're fortunate enough to meet Manuel and the Appafam organization here a few years ago and have them be a key business partner of ours and um, not only a key business partner, but a really good friend. So our program, you know, covers everything that the facility manager needs to know, um, really helps uh, elevate and impact uh, the professionalism of all facility managers worldwide, as Manuel talked about here a little bit ago. And, uh, you know, excited to dig into this topic today around space management, which is a very relevant and, and key uh, and current topic for us to consider. So thanks again, Sean, for having me. Thanks, Manuel. Let's, uh, let's roll on the discussion, Right. Yeah, I'm excited to jump into this because it's something that uh,
2: I don't think we need to, we really, we don't really talk enough about. uh, And it's certainly one of those things that is so important, especially now coming back. But I want to ask you guys, because it is our tradition, I want to kind of find out what you guys are reading right now. It's our way of getting to know you guys. So Randy, why don't you start us off? What are you reading right now,
1: sir? Yeah, so my, my current book is, and I went down a leadership path, as we talked about in the last few podcasts, but my current book is around, it was a book called Atomic Habits uh, by a gentleman named James Clear, and uh, it's really, uh, really impactful to me so far, and uh, not that I have a ton of bad habits, however, it can always improve, right, and it, it, it talks to, uh, really, to that fact, so that's my current, uh, current book I'm reading. Outstanding,
2: Manuel. Okay, perfect. My, Tell perfect
3: us. my perfect book at this moment is the prior film certification book. <laughs> 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 yeah, because I, I'm, at this moment I'm I'm preparing myself because one the problem the pro, it's not the experience that we developed through these uh, complete years working with this multinational company and Panamanian company. Also help us to develop that competences. But what happened with an emerging market in facility management in Panama is that we don't know where to find that knowledge that we need to develop for our to develop our skill in facility management. And the reason that we joined ProFM uh, is because we tried to find a lot of books anywhere, any place in in the world, but we we didn't find it. And when we walk through a profound body of knowledge, we identify that the experience that we already know from Procter & Gamble or for other company, we find it very similar, similar. And that's the reason that we at this moment enjoy our, our day by day reading that content and body of knowledge. Thank you, Randy, for that great opportunity to, to read that book. And also to certify as an FM professional.
2: Yeah, you know what? It's a pretty good program. <laughs> it it's really hard, also. It is yes. really hard. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's a great choice uh, for those who are wanting to learn about uh, being an FM. For FM, I has some great uh, content and a really great program. Um, and then, you know, actually, Randy, this runs right into our topic, because we're talking about space management and I know pro FMI has a great operations and and maintenance module that
1: covers this, right? Right. It it, it does. Yeah, it does. And, you know, if you look at, again, at currency and relevancy of topics here, this is a very key topic because, you know, you can almost pick up a story every day about a company that's going to downsize their footprint. They're going to change the configuration of their space. And, and it may really end up changing the purpose of the office going forward. Uh, if you think about um, office space or even uh, retail space or uh, restaurant space, that purpose is, is, uh, is changing over time. And it's not just a place to necessarily show up and go to work. Um, it may end up being a completely different experience here going forward. And the facility manager is on the front end of that. Um, so the, the the one of the great things about the ProFM is yes, it digs deep into into space management and talks about flexible working and hot desking and hoteling and um, hybrid workspaces. That's all in there, but um, none of those decisions and none of those things are done in a vacuum. So it really helps the facility manager develop that systems thinking or that critical thinking skills and the in the strategic thinking around where is this going to go? Because as you think about space management, it's easy to think about things in the short term. Well, not easy, but you can think about things in the short term. Um, Really, the facility manager needs to have that long-term view and not necessarily focus just on the low-hanging fruit. But what's the long-term view of that? So I can have a sustainable design going forward. So um, you know it's a, it's a really interesting topic. Probably another one that we could spend several sessions on, <laughs> um, but it, but it's a key key topic today. And the FM's on the front end of the reentry into that office space and is a key leader in that in that reentry.
2: Yeah, I can agree more. And I mean, and it's I think it's going to become um, just one of those challenges as people decide they don't want to necessarily go back to work. Uh, There's going to be a lot of flux in in the environment coming up. Um, So I wanted to take a step back because I really want to understand something. Manuel, from your perspective, I wanted to hear kind of how pandemic impacted Panama and and how you guys handled it from an FM perspective. I want to kind of build from there.
3: Yes, Sean.
2: Uh, like any other countries, uh
3: pandemic impact a uh, really hard economy uh, and also job of the people that, you know, the, the, the situation is really hard for also for Panama. But I think that Latin America uh, were most impacted because the 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 situation for uh, how to identify the risk and the behavior of the people uh, in the country, not related to the to the space at this moment, but the 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 the, the scare of the people in the country maybe is the highest uh, situation. Uh, for, for the pandemic, but related to the space or how the, the pandemic impact uh, our day-by-day as an FM in the business part of this complex due to the level of expectation of our work and multinational and well-recognized local companies we submitted uh, the global various advisory council d star Facility Accreditation that identified as a business park, as a showcase example of a commitment to ensuring the clean, safe, and healthy environment for your employees, customer, and stakeholder. Why do we in- identify that this is a great opportunity to get visibility to our tenants or to our employees in, in the space? Because the pandemic doesn't change the way to manage the space just change the way to manage the behavior of the people in the space. That's the great opportunity of the pandemic because we don't transform the space. We adapt the space because the behavior of the people into the space will change. They are scared of touching uh, buttons. They are scared of the way that they manage into the bathroom. They change uh, the behavior, and the pandemic changed uh, that type of behavior in a maybe in a positive way. But because we're taking care of the details at this moment of the space when we design a space, because at this moment we try to design people-centric. Why we need to design people-centric to the space? Because if we identify how the people behave in that space, we can prepare for any type of situation. When you prepare your emergency plan, you imagine the type of risk that you are exposed in the space, and then you prepare the space and you prepare the people to to act when that situation happens. In this moment, the pandemic is a. It was a situation that never nobody knows how to manage. But in this case, each facility management know how to prepare the space for any situation because we prepare some business continuity plan, the recovery plan. When we have a flood in Houston, for example, we run and we try to, to recover our buildings and uh, and then. We, we deploy our crisis management uh, team and that's what we learn through all the time. And the pandemic is just one or maybe another one problem that we uh, face uh, every time. Sometimes it's uh, an emergency evacuation. Sometimes it's a flood Sometimes it's, I don't know, the a- a- H1N1. But if we prepare ourselves to manage crises, we can
2: uh, go forward with this. That's a great answer. And I love that because it is so much about adapting the environment around human behavior. And that's the one constant change that we have to deal with. And in FM, you never know what's going to happen because of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You really just don't know. Uh, and, and I think that is one of the biggest challenges I think we've faced with this pandemic is, uh, is understanding that human behavior. I mean, for God's sake, who knew we're going to run out of toilet paper? Uh, I didn't know that, that was going to be a thing, but in facilities, apparently, you know, you have to deal with that too. So, you know, hide the toilet paper. You just don't know. Um, so, you know, that's, that's a great point And I think it's, uh, important for people to understand, um, I wanted to kind of get a good, clear understanding of where you were like March of 2020 compared to uh, now in facilities. Like what, what do you, what's your transition been like? You know that uh, this is a joke for,
3: for the people because I saw these people were uh, having fun in a restaurant, in a discotheque, and they want us to prepare the space to behave completely different than they behave outside the the facility, you know? uh, (laughs) For me, it's amazing, it's amazing. My journey from March 2020 to now is for me and my team was full of doubt, uncertainty, constant change, and mitigating risk of each situation with our best the common sense. Maybe the common sense is one of the competence that we need, right? The only tools that help us to walk through this year were the knowledge, training, and also the competencies in FM that we developed and acquired along our professional career. Experience like H1N1 flu, emergency preparedness, business continuity, recovery plan, crisis management, and also complete competition of the health, safety, and environment element was very important. However, the best way to cheat the year of uncertainty and what I will never forget, it was when my company Big Boss said in the COVID-19 committee meeting that the best way to perform better or to make correct decisions, it was ask when you don't know or when you're filled out Research as much as you can to validate your future action and don't run to deploy anything until others who are ahead of the situation shows you, shows you their result and be ready to, to adapt to change very fast.
2: That's my, my I think that is great advice, uh very wise from your from your uh, from your team, and um, I, you know I, I think a lot of FMs had to find themselves in the same situation where they had to adapt very quickly. But you got to keep your head on straight because there's so much conjecture and 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 so much panic in the in, in the workplace that yes. you know FMs become that leader where they kind of keep things together. You know, so that's I, remember, I
3: remember when everyone runs to buy that, that station cabin, that's each cabin costs $15,000. Exactly. <laughs> and, you, and in your facility, you need about 20 to 30, 30 a cabin. Oh my God, it's
2: amazing. It's, I know. <laughs> I couldn't even get Lysol here. So. <laughs> it was just out. So I don't know. It's crazy what what we tend to, you know, do in, in a time of crisis And uh again, once again, FM's really gotta, you know, keep it together. Wouldn't you agree, Randy?
1: Yeah, absolutely. There, there's a lot of stuff in there that, that Manuel just said, but you know, first of all, fundamentally this is a people business, right? So FM, you're you're in the people business. He talked about putting uh, the people first which is very important. Um, but also then he talked about the speed of change. <clears throat> and, if you, and if you think about change, uh, it's only gotten more and more and more, even though things seem to kind of drag there for a while in, in, in pand- pandemic land, uh, the speed of change is fast. You know, technologies are sure. changing. Um, where this thing is going is changing. Um, The sanitization cabinets, the sanitization of of, uh, surfaces and all that, that's all changed very, very fast. And the adaptability of the FM consistently amazes me. The the ability to adapt to changing situations, um, whether that be pandemic, whether that be natural disaster, um, whether that be economically related, uh, that's amazing. So... Um, yeah, I, I completely agree. Um, I just think, um, you know, the, the leadership and the adaptability of the FM will, will, will drive us through this and will pull us through.
2: Yeah. We always get to learn to be, um, ready for change and be able to adapt to it quickly. Um, that's, that's kind of the job of FM really, uh, essentially it's to deal with the people first and, and, and be able to do that. Um, Manuel, for you like how how would um how have your facilities really shifted over the last year what's what what's been your, your big shift <clears throat> yes talking about the speed of randy <laughs> said
3: i think that or no i don't think so if i realized that the pandemic if us a stop a way to stop in our day by day if us time to think and give us time to adapt uh, correctly without that day-by-day speed, right? Basing our company structure and our business unit, the real estate and the asset and facility management structure returned to the office in June 2020 in a reduced quantity of person only to prepare and adapt our office to reopen. Hoping that the cover will allow to reopen earlier, but what happened? Every week we we, we move, we move, and we move over reopen, and we start. We are ready when we can, when we can start when we reopen. And what happened? We still waiting for to reopen and reopen. Every week we change uh, the strategy and we change and we saw what happened in other countries and we adapt our structure and we we, we try to, to to wait and then start running immediately when they allow us to reopen but doesn't happen and that that situation gave us give us uh maybe a time to prepare our our diaries. Safety measure or our structure, uh well, to 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 receive these uh, uh, people into the into the
2: space. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's kind of stop, start, go, stop, go, go. <laughs> you know, yeah, <laughs> we've yeah, been. Stop. Yeah, you just never know. I'm here. Um, in, I'm in California, and we finally we're able to go do stuff now. I mean, we're getting to a point where we're going where to have no restrictions and, and sometime in June. And, uh, you know, I got to go see a movie with my son this week. And it was kind of cool because you get into the facility and it was beautiful. I mean, they took time to really prep. I mean, the, everything was new. They did a great job. They rebranded, but they did not have red vines. So, <laughs> So you just never know, you know, and it's part of that start, stop, go, like, she's like, I don't know, it's COVID. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, okay, we got it. So yeah, you know, there's so much preparation and and you're really, you're right. It, it There is a, a lot of change wrapped around waiting for other, uh, you know, authorities to, to release us and let us do what we need to do and and really kind of prep for that. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. It-
3: Waiting for the wave, wave number one, yeah. wave number two, wave number three, and I
2: said, "Wait, how how many waves need to wait? To wait." <laughs> yeah, we're over waiting. I'm kind of yes. done with the waiting. <laughs> well, I'm glad. See, I'm glad that you guys are out there though, because then we, the facilities, will be ready when we are ready to be done waiting. <laughs> so, I'm excited for that. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick commercial break and thank our sponsors, and we'll be right back.
0: This episode of FM Evolution is brought to you by Pro-FM. Earn your Pro-FM credential to elevate your FM knowledge and skills to receive the recognition you deserve. Visit us at profmi.org evolution.
2: All right, welcome back to the show, you guys. Welcome back to FM Evolution. Uh, I'm, of course, I'm your host, Sean Black. And we are here with Randy Olson from Pro FMI and Manuel Mendina, president of AlphaFem. And uh, gosh, there's so much we've already talked about and, and there's always so much more to cover. We're talking about space management and, uh, you know, kind of how things are happening in Panama versus U.S. And it's really kind of the same You know, it's kind of the same situation. It's really interesting how, to me, the structure of FM, no matter if it's in Panama or the United States, all face the same challenges. And we all kind of uh, have to go through the similar journey here to to get to the end of this thing. Um, I did have a question for Manuel. Um, Does your organization have a plan for reopening at this point? Uh, where are you guys at in this and, and and what's fm's part of it well
3: in my company you hear me right Yep. yep. okay here well in my company we tried to structure the, our office to reopen uh but what i talked uh, uh we returned back to the office in june 2020 to adapt office and then prepare for some group of or operation team that that they need to prepare or maybe to continue uh, handling things uh, into the organization. But in October 2020, we reopened our office. The, the government allowed in you know, maybe some re- with some restriction. Uh, Companies to reopen again, and then start evaluating day by day the the COVID uh, uh, results, the statistic, and we we go go forward and go back uh, trying to help uh, the numbers uh, of the pandemic situation in, in the country, and we. We try to to match or to to play with that situation during the reopening, uh, in our in our office. But uh, in December 2020, we returned with with all, with about fifty percent of our uh, workspace uh, capacity, and we still open in that in that in that hybrid uh, way with people in home, home home and an office and between uh, some type of space in in the office in the in the building in a hybrid mode.
2: Interesting. Yeah, you know, it was really I I need mean to for me I never look up how Panama's numbers compare to United States. And I know United States numbers are they're up there. You know, yes. and our response has been quite different. And it sounds like your reopening started way before ours and we've been on lockdown. I mean, there's companies like Google and, and, and all these other, uh, even large banking institutions that are still locked down, uh, yes. in their offices. So it's really interesting to kind of hear how you guys opened up and, and continue to open up. Um, Randy, what's your experience been with, with FM around the country opening up?
1: Yeah, you know, you know, I think, and I'll, I'll speak kind of local here, um, in uh, downtown Minneapolis, I'm in Minneapolis, Minnesota. In, in downtown Minneapolis, there's been a number of folks that really downsized their footprint, Um, to the point of moving out of downtown into a more suburban location that's more accommodating to some of their employees. Um, but in addition to that, then taking that large amount of space, pressing it down, and making that more hybrid in nature. So making that more hoteling or hot desking or, um, you know, more adaptable to different situations. And if if you think about uh, looking at ProFMI and our little organization and how we work, you know, there's so much of this going on now, so much video, and that's something we had done in the past, but not as much. So as we return to that hybrid environment, how do we then appropriately accommodate that? How do we plan for that? How do we make that available to everybody? Uh, you know, typical docking station may not necessarily work. Uh, that environment may, may not work. How do we more effectively collaborate? So, you know, I think in in the U.S., it, it's really all over the map on what people have returned. And, and it, it's very regional in nature. It's almost state by state. Uh, you know, I, I think looking back when we made the decision on March 13th of 2020 to move everybody out of the office and be remote, I told my team, Hey, I'll see you in two weeks. And, you know, that, that (laughs) was quite inaccurate. You know, here we are in um, April of 2021, and we're still kind of in that environment and in planning, you know, kind of full return here in the fall and and not even full return, an altered return. So it, it, um, and, and it's been an opportunity though. It's been an opportunity for our FMs and broader FMs to look at contracts, to look at arrangements, to look at, Um, situations to make things better. And again, I'll go back to that adaptable thing. Uh, the, you know, the folks that have been through Pro FM, they learn adaptability in that and they learn all the, the, uh, the, the soft and technical skills to make that happen. Um, you know, going forward, personalization will be important. How do I like to work? Um, that may depend, that may vary based on generation, right? And, you know, that's another variable. That gets thrown in the mix. We've got four distinct generations in the workplace today, including boomers like me, right? So, um, you know, I have a very different need and want and expectation for the workspace than than millennials. So, um, you know, it's just it, exciting times. And this is the opportunity, right, Manuel? Opportunity to excel as as facility managers. That's, exactly. That's interesting.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of um. It's a whole other show just talking about generational. (laughs) We might have to. We might have to do that one. That's a good. That's a good topic. Uh, Yes. You know, when we go into 2021, I know everyone's view of what that's going to look like is different. You know, as we continue, we're in the second quarter now. But Manuel, for you guys, what do you expect your occupancy to be like? Yes. My expectation is, when the vaccination
3: program start reducing the exponential spread of the virus, the occupancy will start looks very diff- different. I think that Panama will expect a good rate of vaccinated people in July 2021, and the return to the office will be completely late end of this year. Before that moment but I believe that the vaccination program will help us a lot to return back with, uh, with that trust that the people need uh, to return back to the space. Also, we need to, to adapt our, our offices, our common areas, our cafeterias. We need to give them a lot of visibility, a lot of communication, and how do we manage everything? And I think that with that visibility um, uh, the way that we communicate all our effort to help them to return and support them to return to the space will be the what uh, is how
2: look like in the twenty twenty one. That's really interesting. I mean, we and one of the things I'm wondering is, I mean not everyone's going to return where well, I mean, what's the space that like I was reading a study, 62% of the people I think that were surveyed want to work from home uh, two or three days a week. I mean, me too. I, I wouldn't mind it, you know? Um, so it's interesting. Uh, I was wondering like how, or do facility managers have a role in creating, you know, a productive workspace at home no, or remote workspaces in general? What will your thoughts? Manuel? well, yes. Well, for me,
3: remote work will be really, really, on um, really hard to identify because you can't move your FM team to that remote workspace. What 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 I think that we need to do is to start giving that tools or knowledge. all the people that wants to work in a remote workspace. We need to start training people as a facility management, as a facility manager, that that for for them to identify what they need in their workspace because we we can go and move our FM team to each home of the people that work in our organization. It's really hard. And what we need to do, we need to to start training people in ergonomic uh, knowledge. We need to identify how the lights need to be in your home to don't attract your, your eyes. The noise around you, the level of, of, of the noise that helps you to 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 work uh, in a productive way how the time that you spend having your your food Because at this moment in in, in my home, it's very fast and I don't stop my day. And we need to start giving them a lot of tips, knowledge, and everything that we learn as a facility manager. And then then they apply in their their homes. And I think that this will be a, a, a very difficult situation. And I believe that the people don't want to stay Home uh, too much longer than 2021. They want to return back to, to the office, they want uh, outside life, and they want to enjoy having this uh, work day with
2: the people of their company. So that's really interesting. I had the funniest image of all these FM's running around people's houses. <laughs> 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 Face people's lights. Hey, man, this is a trip hazard. <laughs> you know, I can't even imagine. But it, that brings up a great point. Um, there is no way of controlling that environment. And and, uh, and it's interesting, you know, um, I don't think we can even figure out how to start. But uh, training the people that, you know, are going back to their homes and work remotely, you know, it's, it's going to be interesting. You, you can't really um, enforce, enforce something at home. The uh, best you can do is give them the right tools,
1: I suppose. What do you think, Randy? Yeah, yeah. Um, and thanks, Sean. So I, I think there's a couple of key points in what Manuel just said. So first of all, um, we need to ask them, We right? We need to communicate with our employees um, and be able to communicate key things out to them to support what I think is most important and something we're going to see here going forward is their well-being. So we've got to support their well-being no matter um, where they decide their workplace is going to be, and whether that be a completely in the office, completely at home, or a blend of that. So first of all, I got to ask them, and it boils down to communication So and being able to collaborate with other groups to uh, to deliver the best solution. So when you think about the well-rounded FM, it's not just technical skills, it's it's all the soft skills around this. You know, our good friend, uh, Stan Mitchell, who's run the development of the ISO 41,000 series of standards all the time. One of his best quotes is, um, you know, fundamentally, we're in the people business. So Everybody thinks of facility management as engineering and a technical discipline. And it is to some degree it is, but fundamentally we are in the people business and the well-being of our people will be critical going forward. Again, back to opportunity. The FM has the opportunity to lead this and, and really look out for their people and their well-being.
2: That makes sense. And and we're gonna we're about to run out of time. I want to wrap up here a little bit, but um, you know, Randy to follow up those comments. How can an FM really prepare for? All these unknowns that we've experienced in the last year. What's your what would be your advice?
1: Well, and you know, and, and Manuel talked about it early on in the discussion, and I'm very flattered that the the choice for Manuel's reading is, um, you know, is the Profem uh, credential program. I'm 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 very excited about that, um, but you know, it's it's a comprehensive program, and I and I I touched on that nothing stands alone in in this industry. So we kind of focused in on space today and return to office and things of that nature. But there's so many variables, as we've talked about, to return. And it it helps the facility professional develop those system thinking skills, those critical thinking skills to make the best decisions and be that leader. Be that leader uh, for organizations to get us moving forward and on the other side of this uh, this crazy time we've been in. You
2: know what's great about, FM is and uh, you know for me having been in this podcast for three years is learning how much leadership really plays a role in FM. It's more than than I think anyone really thought or really thinks about you know they always think about the hard skills and all the information and that FMs need to know, but those soft skills and those leadership skills are are absolutely critical. Okay Manuel, as we wrap up, sir, what do you think is the most impactful issues for FMs uh, going forward in 2021? In the same perspective
3: that Randy said, FM need to stand in front of all the team, all the people related to the company, and then start telling them that don't get confused in the thing that they don't know. For example, what you, what you told us very earlier, uh, about the, the situation of remote work, work, uh, workplace. What happened? People get confused with flex work. What is the difference between remote workplace and a flex work? The people enjoy the flex work because it's completely different. You can adapt your day. You can move your commute uh, uh, time. To a best play, uh, a best time that you can move to the office, but you can avoid use your office to work. If you move to your home and you plan to work in your home, is completely different than use a flex policy, uh, right? Because if you work in your home. You have to adapt your 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 entire environment in your home and 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 design a space with the guidelines with the with the guidelines that we use to adapt a space in our in our buildings. You don't need to get people need to get very clear that if you move to your home and you 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 have to adapt your space. With the standard that we we need to prepare, that's the the the, the issue that we uh in, in the 2021, in the 2022, that the people get confused that they want to work at home. They need to know that they need to adapt the space in, with the guidelines. And if you want, if you don't want it, or the company don't allow you to do that, you have to return back to the space in a safe way with the standard and with the with the biosafety measure that we need to prepare in our space. The people need to be very clear in, in that two different flex work and remote workspace.
2: That's it. Yeah, I know what you're asking for. <laughs> I like the flex space. I think that's a good idea. And I think a lot of people are going to want to bond that. And then, uh, you know, it's really interesting I think, and Randy kind of brought up by generation, who wants to be back at work? And uh, I know a lot of the people, uh, boomers and Gen Xers, are like, yes, I want to be in my office. And I think as they go back in, they're going to to really appreciate that office and all the stuff that FM really have to go through to make it a great working environment. Uh, Perfect. Awesome. Uh, Manuel, for those who want to learn more uh, about, AppFM, uh, and I'll learn more about your your organization. Tell us, how do we find out more about you?
3: Okay. You can reach me through my LinkedIn, right? And also through my webpage, that is www.fafm.com. That's, here, right? That's
2: yeah. it. That's awesome, it. Awesome, man. Well, we will list those links in show notes. So people can find you and learn more about you. Uh, and then Randy, of course, as we wrap up here, for FMs who are looking to prepare for 2021, how can Pro-FMI help?
1: Well, we we uh, we have the comprehensive program that helps develop those uh, those critical and system thinking skills to help them ad- adapt and move forward. And, and I think as we saw in the discussion today, when you pull the string on one topic, many things come up. So we touched on leadership, communication, risk. We touched on a number of areas, which um, really cements my uh, statement earlier that none of these topics stand alone. So not one thing in FM stands alone. There's so many dependencies as you look to consider. So to learn more about us, profimi.org. uh There's a show page um, available on our site as well called profimi.org. Uh, slash forward slash i've learned that sean over the last three months now it's forward slash right slash evolution so uh that's available uh specific to this uh this podcast but there's great information out there to get more detail around the program um so that's it all right you
2: guys thank you both of you for being on the show uh it was amazing to have you and yes we covered a lot of Information We're going to have to have both of you guys back at some point. There's so much more to talk about. For all those who are listening to us on your platform of choice, be sure to like us and subscribe and then leave a comment. We would love to hear uh, more about them. We would love to read them on the air as well, especially at these live events. And of course, if you're watching us on YouTube, hit the little bell for the notifications to get our new videos and uh, give us a like. For all of us here at at, uh, uh, FM Evolution, um, Pro-FMI and FFM, thank you guys so much. And uh, we'll see you next time.
0: This episode of FM Evolution is brought to you by Pro-FM. How do your FM skills measure up to the global standard? Try our free Map Your Gap self-assessment at profmi.org slash evolution.